0: Got on some, like, sketchy train. It was just, like, like a like a, a mid- bu-
1: Midnight meat train? Well,
0: it was, like, a bus on train tracks. Awesome. In the Czech Republic. And, like, we were going... We were trying to make it to Chosky Krimlov, I believe, or... or Oh, yes, Stuvan I know. It well. Anyways, it, do, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So we we take this... Like, I I don't speak Czech, and the, the ticket's all in Czech. And so I'm, like, going around and asking people, like, showing them the ticket and be like, where is this? And they cuz I thought we were supposed to be getting on a bus. They point me to the fucking rail yard. We go there and it's literally just a it's one car that is diesel powered on train tracks. And so we're like, "Okay, so we get on that." It takes us into the woods and then drops us off in the middle of the woods. Everybody gets off this thing. And so we're we're like waiting at this it's it was fucking gingerbread weird. house or kind of, yeah. It was like a little kiosk with a window, right? And so like you you're just standing there, there's a lady inside, and you can, like, just
1: point at something. And she's putting something in the oven?
0: <laughs> but you just point at stuff, and, and you can buy it, right? Like, it's a little snack thing, they sell cigars, and, like... Yeah, yeah, Oh, and you can buy shots of, like, blueberry vodka um, from the little window, too. Nice. And so, kind of, like, standing around, uh, chat chatting with this dude who kind of speaks English, but he's got, like, dreads and shit. And he's like, oh, George Bush, yeah, very good. I'm like, no, George Bush is a piece of shit. And he starts (laughs) laughing and goes, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, George Bush sucks. So this is like when George W. Bush was still in office. Yeah, yeah. And so so he starts buying us shots of blueberry vodka. And um, so we're all taking shots of vodka. Then he buys these like garlic... Potato chips. So we're eating these garlic potato chips, and that's the only thing I've eaten that whole day. And then he like he's handed he's buying bananas from the little lady in the stand. And then we get we, we're like fucking wasted. He's got a backpack full of beer, and uh, he buys like three cigars. So me and him and Mario are, like smoking cigars, like hammered <laughs> drunk in the middle of the woods, waiting for a train. That I hope that's coming. It was driven by the fucking Baba Yaga and shit. Yeah, oh, dude, it was weird. Meanwhile, there's like th- like three middle middle-aged guys like sitting at a picnic table eating lunch, waiting for the same train. And so. Uh, the dude kind of like he's kind of trying to talk to me, but then he starts getting a really big big buzz. And then, like, two chicks kind of show up, and like, you know, like he's a like all our age in our 20s. And uh, he's chatting with the two chicks, and then he like puts his arm around both of them, and they all walk off into the woods,
1: never to be heard from again.
0: And so, I was like, well, okay, that was fucking weird. And I'm shit faced, Mari is fucking hammered, and so. We're like, are we even in the right place? Like, where are we supposed to go? So Mari goes, brings a ticket to the, the middle-aged guy sitting at the table. And one of the guys kind of speaks English. And so we're like... And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Train train come. Train coming. I was like, okay, so we'll wait. So this train finally shows up. Like, a legit train shows up. We, uh, I shuffle Mari onto the train because she can barely move on her own power. I'm fucking wasted beyond belief. We get into the fucking train. And then all of a sudden, Dred's dude shows back up and sits down right next to us on the train... And he's got, like, more fucking liquor. And so we we keep drinking. And then he pulls out a jar full of honey. And we're, like, stipping dipping our fingers in a jar full of honey and eating it. And then the train starts going. Mari's passed the fuck out. And I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And, like, I go back to the bathroom, take a, take a whiz. And then I'm walking back to the train. And the movement and everything about it just gets me all fucking sick. And I barf my fucking guts out <laughs> on this train in front of, like, a family and, like, a bunch of people. It's, like, it's a packed train. I just puke my fucking guts out. And then I go pass out in the seat. Where I was, and then we get woken up by the middle-aged guys that were in the fucking middle of the woods, and they're taking your kidneys. Nope. and he goes, he goes, here, 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 and I was like, what? And so, like, I don't remember very well, but the guy helped me get off the train. I had Mari kind of slung over my shoulder, and we both had our backpacks on, and then he like puts us in a cab and tells tells the cab driver where to go. The cab drops us off at the hostel we were going to stay in. And then at.
1: they steal your kidneys?
0: No, but I do remember like I. The guy said something in check and I don't know what he said or how much the fucking cab ride was. How much was. do you want
1: for her kidneys?
0: And so I pulled out a handful of fucking cash and the guy just grabs all of it and <laughs> drives off and then I go into the, we go into the hostel and I show him my email thing. Oh no, I had it printed up because fucking yeah, yeah, smartphones weren't around yet. Uh, but I show him my fucking printed out thing that says we were staying there and then we end up getting, you know, into our room and stuff. And then I got a bowl and Mari barfed into it.
1: And then they stole her kidneys Yep. Anyway, that's a weird fucking story. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains,
0: over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we got our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA.
1: Tell me what you see in this picture
0: Bud Light Seltzer?
1: Yeah, but read the, read the flavors Whoa, why are they all fucking... It's, the, it's autumn And yeah, why are they like tartan? I don't know Oh, apple crisp Yep. Ma- maple
0: pear, yeah. pumpkin spice, gag me the spoon. spoon. Uh, toasted marshmallow seltzer?
1: Yeah. Fuck yourself. What the fuck kind of abomination before Go God and yourself, man Bud is... Go fuck yourself, Bud Light. Go fuck yourself, Bud Light. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I kind of want to try caramel pear. Once, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that once is all it'll take, and then the diabetes will get you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. That's what Maddie sent me the other day. He's like... Yeah.
0: I don't like the fact that they're all fucking... Um, uh, what's the word i'm looking for the the plaid. Pa- the pat yeah plaid the they're, fucking like cans said, are plaid tartan,
1: yeah yeah it's it's plaid bud light like, i like there's a plaid shirt behind it cuz apparently this is meant to be drunk by lumberjacks or some <laughs> shit nope oh give me that fucking pumpkin spice
0: fucking seltzer wow there's i i just it's still hard to believe that people are still making pumpkin spice flavored everything shit. what was the meme i saw the other day it was like how to kill a white girl and it was just pumpkin
1: spice bleach <laughs> <laughs>
0: jesus
1: Anyway, that's probably enough of that bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for your fairy tale of the Czech forest and the dread goblin with the <laughs> beer witches and the. It was yeah. that was some weird shit. Weird times. Sounds like it. I'm just picturing like, like the dankest, darkest forest with like wild boars and. It was kind of like Hansel and Gretel
0: forest. It, it really and it was a clearing in the middle of the forest with the train track. Yeah, yeah. Through like and Thomas, just,
1: Thomas the Tank Engine, yep. satanic brother. Yep. Like taking and then just it. a
0: little kiosk. With a lady inside who I
1: assume just lives inside Absolute Absolutely not baking children (laughs) and luring them into her hut with candy canes and shit. All right. Anyway, uh, welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West West. was Fucked. If you were with us last week, we were talking about the Johnson County War, but actually it's more like just the, the light sprinkling of murders. That we're kind of building up to the Johnson County Wars so far, but but shit's about to get real. No, so. I was
0: going to say I didn't I didn't think I I didn't think this was going to be a two parter, and I was like, well, this doesn't uh, sound very warlike. It lot. sounds it's fucked it's up, but really, not very warlike.
1: Get ready for the war. Anyway, we'll let, we'll uh, kick it off with the uh, the Comic Sans,
0: and his lovely, lovely, lovely MBR speaking voice. <laughs> not that lovely. Uh,
2: so you have the invaders, the Texans, coming up, uh, riding a train up to Casper. From Cheyenne. They're going to Buffalo to kill Sheriff Red Angus and everybody. Ah, Ah. So they uh, get to uh, Casper at 4 a.m. They hope to march to Buffalo and get there that evening. But a snowstorm moved in because it's Wyoming. Instead of taking it, it took them two days.
0: (laughs) Oh, these guys are all from Texas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is this
1: dust from the sky? Why am I so cold?
2: Uh, Walcott gives up command and had Tom Smith take over control of the Texans. That's a
1: fake name. A, he has a more generic name,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catton would command the rest, whoever local yokels they have. Uh, late in the afternoon, April 8th, Mike Shonzie brought news that 14 or 15 rustlers were at the KC Ranch.
0: Fuck you, Riley, your mom groped me two Halloweens ago. Shut the fuck up or I'll take it to Twitter.
2: Yep, rustlers. Including Nate Champion. So they decide to tack at once. And give up their original plan of killing the sheriff and the commissioners. April 8th, Denver paper printed justifications for the attack, not knowing that it hadn't been carried out yet.
1: <laughs> That's not suspicious.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, see, uh, the reason why they killed all these people is because they're all rust. Oh, uh-huh. shit.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, well, this one's from the future. We, yeah. Back to the precog shit? Yes.
2: So uh, the people of Buffalo were still unaware, because the paper from Denver would take days to get there. Though they had been hearing rumors, uh, to the KC Ranch they went. If they would have, uh, this would be the invaders. If they would uh, have went to Buffalo, they could have got, uh, took them off guard and killed everybody that they wanted to. Uh, but it was blizzarding also with a gale force wind to make the, on the trip to the Casey Ranch. Uh, they rode through the night and got there at dawn. Uh, they circled the ranch house at the KC Ranch. They waited for two hours for somebody to come out.
1: Because <laughs> they're so big and fucking brave, you know. I was going to say, if they're they're there to fucking kill everybody, just go in. That's what Stuart Stranglers did, too. Yeah. If you recall. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. You just hang out outside the cabin until somebody goes to take a shit in the outhouse, and then you fucking <laughs> shoot them is what you do.
2: That's cowardly, just walking in there and yeah, killing yeah. people. Uh, Finally, an old man comes out named Ben Jones. Uh, For whatever reason, they didn't fire and kill him. When he uh, turned a corner, he was grabbed at gunpoint. Uh, Later, Billy Walker came out to go to the stream. He was grabbed at gunpoint, too. Uh, From the two capture men, they found out there was only two men left in the cabin, who was champion and a guy named Nick Ray. So Nick Ray comes out of the cabin. Uh, At first, nobody shot at him. Uh, Walcott had ordered one of the Texan kids to fire first since he was a crack shot. When Walcott... So
1: he can definitely hit the cabin? hmm So I'm sure Nate Champion's not just, like, standing in the window going, like, hi, you know?
2: When Walcott finally told the Texas kid to fire, all hell broke loose. Nick Ray fell as soon as the Texas kid shot, and he makes it back to the door on his hands and knees. Champion came out firing and drug in Ray. 100 shots were fired at him.
0: Holy shit.
2: One of Nate's shot grazed the cheek of a Texas kid. Uh, Walcott urged the men to storm the cabin, but nobody dared to. <laughs> so, is
0: this, this this crew of Texans? Is it like all the people that you showed me in that picture? Uh, no, it's about half of them. Okay, so what, like 20?
1: I think. Or.
0: Well, they had 52,
1: 52
2: total. Yeah, but didn't total. they split
1: them into two teams?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, so I this think is... I said 14 or 15. Oh. No, that was 14 or 15 wrestlers that they yeah. thought there was there.
0: So there's like 25-ish Yeah, there's, there's a good number invaders. of
2: dudes. Around two in the afternoon, a hay wagon came down the road. It was driven by Alonzo Taylor, Jack Flagg's stepson. He's
1: like, what the hell's going on over hey, here? Hey, what
2: you guys doing? Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> and behind him came Flag on horseback, uh, having no idea that champion was under siege because the firing had stopped. Uh, they didn't recognize him at first. When Flag and Son got to the cabin, the guns were leveled at him. Then both sides recognized each other. Hey, you're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Flag spurred his horse towards his stepson, who was a little way from the cabin near a bridge. Luckily, Flag and Son were not hit. One of their horsies were. Uh, Flag and Son rode on for a mile. Uh, Flag grabbed his rifle from the wagon. Taylor and unhitched the healthy horse, and they both got away clean. Mm-hmm. So now they're there to warn people. Yep, the British are coming, or the Texans are coming. The Texans are coming. So it was near three p.m. The invaders' new flag and sun would be going straight to Buffalo to alarm everybody. Though another neighbor heard the gunfire and rode to Buffalo to tell the sheriff too. The invaders argued on what to do.
1: We gotta work this shit out. <laughs> Remember, it's one guy left in this cabin. Just the John McLean dude. Yeah. Okay.
2: Walcott wanted to finish the job at Nate Champion, but, you know, he couldn't get the other guys to go into <laughs> grow, the cabin. Grow a fucking pair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they fucking outnumber this guy 25 to yeah. no 1, literally. Hey,
1: you guys need to get in there and kill that guy. Why, why don't you go? <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: fuck no, fuck that. <laughs> uh, the invaders got the wagon full of hay. And added some wood to it. Oh, is this go. what you're talking about? Before no, nope. I was about to say no. This is that, the thing I'm talking devil? about
0: is for the counter attack. Oh, uh, I'm going to say like if I'm in that crew, I'd be like light the cabin on fire. Yep.
2: Uh, their plan was to set it on fire and push it to the cabin. They argued about who they would can't be even get the close the enough sixth. to light the cabin on fire.
1: <laughs> well, they're going to light the cabin on fire the easy way by I don't know lighting a hay wagon on fire and then right. pushing it because that seems. <laughs> Less, or you know, more straightforward than, yeah. you know. It sounds fun. Yeah. You know, fuck, 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 hot, hot, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> just panicking horses everywhere. And
2: yeah. uh, so they did get six men to push it while the others opened fire. And then they rammed it against the house and they actually set it on fire. Mm, but I'm just saying. It, your story they, is they better. Went,
1: they went through a lot of, uh, it's a lot of work. To yeah.
2: <laughs> Soon the house was on fire. Champion came out with a Winchester and a huge pistol. Though plenty of shots were fired at him. Nobody hit him.
0: Damn. He
2: ran down the ravine and ran into two men stationed there. Uh, Champion was hit in the elbow. Then he was hit in the chest. Ow. Then he was hit with several other shots. Ten in total. So Champion didn't survive the, that one. Yeah, uh, but, he,
1: but he held out for, uh, what did they say, like how many hours? Like
2: from It was a long time. 3 it, p.m.
0: Or,
1: it was like... Yeah, like a half a day or something. Yeah, like, sounds like 12, 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's pretty cool.
2: So, somebody put a note on champion said, uh, quote, Thieves beware. Well, Thieves
1: beware, we'll kill
0: all of you <laughs> eventually. It's going to take us a long time, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, he was fighting. It just says for hours, but yeah, 50 men. He wounded three of them. And then uh, they torched the cabin. He also, uh, uh, I wish I could find it. He, he wrote a note. Or he wrote several notes while he was in the cabin like, feeling pretty lonely now, boys. I wish somebody was here to watch my back. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. And then like his last thing, well, I think they're going to burn me out. You know, I'll see you on the other side. Like So he's like fucking writing in his friend like journal, entry, up, like, updating yeah. mm-hmm. his Facebook while he's fucking holding what off 50 fuck? dudes.
2: Uh, yeah, that becomes famous. Uh, it had a bullet hole in it too, his uh, journal. Sam Clover kept it, who was a journalist. Uh, though he might have embellished a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The invaders turned loose the other two men and paid them a little for their losses at the cabin.
1: <sighs> like the whole cabin?
2: Uh, two of the injured invaders rode back, but the rest of the would continue, but they had uh, a leisurely dinner uh, <laughs> cooked by their supply wagon. <laughs> At 9 p.m., the Invaders continued their march. I just love
1: the look on Tony's face right now. He's like,
2: what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're just eating spaghetti. There's yeah. like a fucking <laughs> kind of like candelabra.
0: Get, get, there.
2: get some more of those breadsticks, man. Yeah. Uh, so they have about 30 miles to go to Buffalo, so they're not really hurrying.
1: They wouldn't be hurrying if they knew what was waiting for them in Buffalo.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, they stopped at a ranch where Mike Shonzy was a foreman and they got fresh horsies.
0: Three things, I hit you, you hit the pavement, I jerk off on your driver's side door handle.
2: Later they got word that all of Buffalo knew and that there were 250 armed men waiting for him there. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them didn't want to go to Buffalo for some reason. <laughs> uh, Canton wanted to though. He said that there'd be two-thirds of the people would support him there. Uh-huh. Which was not true. <laughs> uh, sheriff Angus went to ask the local militia to help, but they refused, getting that order from the governor said not to yeah. help the sheriff. So Angus and a posse of six rode out to the KC Ranch and found the two dead bodies, a Champion and Ray, and rode all the way back at 1 a.m., having rode 120 miles straight that day. Fuck. Jesus So if the invaders would have come straight away, they would have found Buffalo without its sheriff and totally unprepared. But determined to fight the invaders, the invaders had no idea how pissed off the people in Buffalo were, and they were
1: pretty pissed off.
2: The invaders remained at the T.A. Ranch, T.N.A. Ranch. Yeah. They started to fortify it. Uh, Clover, knowing he may be caught in a siege, wanted to get his story out. This is the journalist. So he rides to Buffalo with a man named Alan who came, uh, came to his senses and said, this is not a good idea.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: they were questioned when they got to Buffalo. Uh, Alan said he was a peaceful traveler, but the brand on his horsey kind of betrayed him. It's like, well, you're riding the enemy's horse. Yeah. The horse uh, belonged to the ranch the townsfolk knew where they resupplied. Uh, Alan was taken to jail. Uh, The commanding officer at Fort McKinney vouched for Clover, though, the uh, journalist.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Freedom of the press and all that shit. Mm
2: -hmm. Monday, April 11th, about 1 a.m., Sheriff Angus brought in the bodies, including the burned torso array. Uh, Red Angus got a few hours of sleep, then went out to the TNA ranch.
0: Mm -hmm. To monger some whores. (laughs) Oh,
1: he's going to monger something. Uh,
2: Some men from Buffalo were already there, including Jack Flagg. Uh, men kept coming through the night. Some from <laughs> Sheridan. <laughs>
1: yeah. Men just keep on coming and coming at the TNA Ranch. I'm, I'm Red All Angus. through the night. I'm Red Angus. If there's two things I know,
0: the law and whores.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so shooting between the two groups quickly started. Uh, who fired first was disputed. Uh, Buffalo townsfolk elected Arapaho Brown as its leader. Oh. Uh, the invader supply train was intercepted.
1: Well, yeah. Did you mention how many people are from the town? or Like, how many are in the posse by this point?
2: Uh, not at this point. How okay. much? Uh, roughly
1: 400. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say 250, but nope, 400. No, nope, they better. kept on
1: coming from other places. Like, the word was getting out to, like, the little ranches and stuff outlying uh, Buffalo. So people were just, like, throwing their shotguns on the horse and just heading over there to mm-hmm. see what's up.
2: So the invader supply train was intercepted. Among the supplies they found two cases of dynamite. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they also found a paper with all the names of the who should be killed.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. There's like a whole hit list. On. Oh, <laughs> fuck.
1: Thanks to do list. Kill Jack Flag. Kill <laughs> Like That's not incriminating. No. no. <laughs> uh,
2: a young man named Dowling volunteered to get word out to the government for help. This is the invaders. He snuck out in the freezing rain and made it through the lines to Buffalo.
0: Wait, okay, hold on. Dude from the invaders is trying to get the government to help them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're on
1: the, the. The invaders are the ca- rich cattle
0: guys. So yeah, so fucked. We're we're gonna ride into this little town from Texas and well, murder fucking and all whooping. these. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh no, they're actually fighting back. Yeah, yeah. Help me, military. Oh, and we've been pretty much hired by Amazon and fucking Walmart to you know. Crush these good you know, lord. Actually it'd be more like yeah, that, that's unfair. It'd be more like we were hired by Hormel and uh Oh fucking uh Nabisco. Yeah, well, Tyson's I am thinking more chicken. meat. Yeah, Tyson and uh Oh there you go. You know, what's another meat conglomerate?
2: Pickled pig's feet are very tasty and attractively packaged, too. Pork shoulder and ham meat are taken from this picnic boning line and used for the manufacture of spam the most popular luncheon meat in the country. Mixer blades stir ground spam meat under vacuum and refrigeration until it becomes thoroughly blended. The raw material is then pumped to the can filling machines where the tins are automatically filled and vacuum sealed. Thousands of pounds of wieners are produced daily at Hormel. So he does find some... Of Catton's friends to help, but the telegraph was still down, so they had to ride to Douglas for two days to to get word out. You fucked yourself. (laughs) Uh, Back at the siege, there was plenty of shooting, but nobody was hit. Till later in the day, when Jack Tisdale was hit while in the main house, Uh, he slumped to the floor, but the bullet did nothing but bruise him.
0: Is Tisdale a Texan or...
2: Uh, If he's in the main house, he would have been an an invader. invader.
1: Okay. He's not a Texan. Sorry, part of the invaders. Yeah, he's one of the Wyoming guys that... Gotcha. You know, they hired the invaders.
2: Uh, It continued to snow through the night of the 11th. One idea was floated by the posse, was to load up a wagon and push it towards the house or barn (laughs) and fill it with dynamite (laughs) that they found.
1: Arms race. This is like uh, Well, see, okay, here's the fun part that I don't know if he got, but I found in a couple places. They also, they tried to go borrow a cannon from the, like... Militia or the National Guard, or, you know, and they're like, nah. <laughs> so then the local gunsmith just tried to build one. Whoa. And then when he test fired it, it fucking flew apart. So instead of the wagon with full of dynamite idea, what he did was he took apart three wagons and put the running gear on them and built what he called, like, the Ark of Safety. He built a fucking tank? Built, it's more like a siege engine, but yeah.
2: Whoa. It, they also
1: referred to it as a Go Devil. Let me see if I can find the picture of it again. A Go Devil? Go Devil. <laughs> but yeah, the Ark of Safety. He said it could fit 40 men. And they were gonna just push it up and just be hucking dynamite, but I'm gonna show you the picture of this thing and tell me if you'd feel safe. Uh, <laughs> it kind of sounds
0: like there's an episode of MacGyver where his like his buddy is a uh, uh, oil drilling or whatever, or, uh, struck oil on his property, and uh, the mine fuck it or the mine the the well catches fire, so it's just oh, flaming, yeah. and uh, they have to like. They got that weird shield thing. They're walking toward. You, have you seen this episode? Of course. Yeah, but they're walking towards the fire, and the the lady's like hosing him down the whole time, and he's trying to like drop off some fucking nitroglycerin in
1: the oh, hole come to on, blow Montana out. Montana State. With. Oh, there it is. Okay, this is from the uh, Montana State Library. That's the Ark of Safety slash Go Devil. Oh shit! That's. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Not quite as glamorous as I was making it sound. <laughs> It, for our listeners, it's like a pile of logs on some wagon wheels.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: There's two wheels
0: in on one end, three wheels on the other end, and then just a bunch of fucking logs, like like rough rough hewn logs. <laughs> the arc of safety. <laughs> That's absolutely incredible. What's it supposed to keep you safe from? <laughs> Bullets. <laughs>
1: I think they get behind the wall part, and you push it, and then you're supposed to like light dynamite and throw it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I mean, you tried. It. It's it's innovative. You can't build a cannon. You build a, a wall with some wheels. <laughs> I like that it's I like that it's called an arc too. That's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> well, I like the Go Devil because that thing. One thing that thing's not doing is a lot it's of going. Go, yeah, so Go like, Devil I, sounds like a like it's going to be hauling ass like you know like <laughs> like a stagecoach with Gatling guns or some shit. No, this is like 3,000 pounds of, like, let's push these logs with our bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like one step below the fucking <laughs> car from the fucking
1: Flintstones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel safer in the Flintstones car, honestly.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, just, that's my favorite part of this entire thing.
0: Stick around for more How the West Was Fucked. Come gather around y'all. It's time to learn a lesson. And it's big facts from...
3: Ignis Fatuus. A number of theories have been advanced in explanation of the luminous appearance which is frequently seen in marshy places, churchyards, and stagnant pools, and which is known as Ignis Fatuus. Of these, it is only necessary to mention two. The first is that Ignis Fatuus is due to phosphored hydrogen gas, which possesses the power of spontaneous ignition on coming in contact with the dry atmospheric air. The gas would be generated by the decomposition of animal matter present in marshy soil. The motion of ignis fatuus, it floats in the air at about two feet from the ground, is sometimes fixed and sometimes travels with great rapidity, is accounted for by the flame being communicated along the line of a stream of gas. The second is that it is due to the combustion of light carbonated hydrogen gas arising from the decomposition of vegetable matter, but through this supposition satisfactorily accounts for many appearances connected with the ignis fatuus, the gas itself is not spontaneously combustible, and an additional supposition requires it to be made to account for its ignition. The ignis fatuus generally appears a little after sunset as a pale bluish colored flame, varying in size and shape. Sometimes it shines steadily till morning, at other times it disappears and reappears within about half-hourly intervals. In general, it recedes on being approached, and vice versa, though several successful attempts have been made to light a piece of paper by it. In former times, under the names Will-o'-the-Wisp, Jack-o'-Lantern, Spunky, etc., it was an object of superstition among the inhabitants of districts where it appears, and was believed to be due to the agency of evil spirits attempting to lure the traveler to his destruction. And unfortunately, there are many instances on record of travelers mistaking the Ignis fatuus for a lamp, and being thus decoyed into marshy places where they perished." The Ignis Fatuous is not a common phenomenon, but it is not unfrequently seen in the north of Germany, the swampy and moorland districts in the south and northwest of England, and the lowlands of Scotland. What the fuck?
2: So the invaders were running out of food. This is on Tuesday, so they're still besieged. April 12th, 1892, Governor Barber realized his friends were in trouble there. So he fires off telegrams to President Harrison. Barber made it sound like the posse was besieging the government, not just some assholes from Texas. So Barber asked for troops from Fort McKinney to break up this quote-unquote insurrection. Ooh. Uh, his telegraphs didn't get through, though. Because
0: <laughs> the fucking invaders
2: cut all the lines. His telegraphs didn't get through the White House, so oh. he telegraphed the Wyoming okay. state senators who went to the White House and got President Harrison out of bed.
1: It's almost like uh, President Harrison didn't give a
2: fuck. At 11 p.m., President Harrison issued orders. Uh, at 12, he telegraphed Fort McKinney, and within two hours, they had left.
0: Is this President Harrison, like William Henry Harrison? Yeah. Like the, the William Henry Harrison, yeah, put was in, some snakes and leaf on to
1: make you all bad. He
0: was in office for over three weeks and then yeah. died. Then died like of a, pneumonia. They, they got him out of bed. He's like, <laughs> please don't. Don't, <laughs> yeah.
1: don't fucking wake me up.
2: <laughs> uh, they were led by Colonel J.J. J. Van Horn.
1: Ooh, He sounds like a real hot shot.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Horn had a good relationship with Sheriff Red Angus. Uh, 11 officers and 96 enlisted men. What's and funny
1: is because Angus's famously don't have horns. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good relationship. Or Vans. Uh, he yeah. should have been
2: a colonel, though. Yeah. Colonel Angus. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> Colonel Angus might be rough. Colonel Angus might not smell like a bed of roses, but but deep down, Colonel Angus is very sweet.
0: Well, we hope you'll spend the night with us.
1: Well, thank you, Miss Annabelle. And if I overstay my welcome, just tap me on the head.
2: So they ride out, and with them uh, were Sheriff Angus and Sam Clover, uh, the journalist there. So it was 18 miles between Fort McKinney and the TNA Ranch. Uh, But no sign of them as the sun rose. So the gold devil was loaded with dynamite and was ready to go. And devil. Uh, It advanced 100 yards, almost close enough for the men to chuck dynamite inside (laughs) the buildings. (laughs) It
0: advanced advanced 100 (laughs) yards in six hours. I was going to say just (laughs) under two
2: days. (laughs) So they're ready to chuck some dynamite into the building. But of course, a bugle sounded,
1: and that fucking cock blocked by the camel. Oh, man. Yep, car. Jeez. Damn it, it was just getting good.
2: <laughs> Most of the invaders were relieved <laughs> that they didn't get blown up. <laughs> uh, Frank Kenton said that they could have broken out any time that they wanted.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> just all, to let you know, I could leave any all time. All right, there, big dick, cool guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck.
2: Uh, Walcott said he'd surrender to the army, but not to the sheriff and the posse of 430 some people.
0: Fucking children.
2: Uh, Red Angus accepted. Uh, Walcott surrendered 45 men, 50 revolvers, 5,000 rounds of ammo, and all their horses. Only one man was seriously wounded. That was Alex Lothar, a Texan who accidentally shot himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died at the Ford a, m- a month later. Oh,
1: dude! I didn't. I th- isn't that the guy? I think he shot himself in the fucking like knee, or it was something stupid. Like, like yeah, he basically. I think he. Yeah, I think he just shot himself in the shin or the knee or something, and then got gangrene.
0: Oh my
3: god,
1: yeah. dude.
0: Soap and water, man. Yeah, yeah, It's not that fucking hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Sheriff Angus asked for the prisoners the next day, but because of. Governor Barber, it would take two months before Angus could interview any of uh, his suspects. Of course.
1: Just go fucking take the posse over to Governor Barber's house.
2: hmm So now the battle moved to the papers, conflicting reports of what actually happened. Uh, the leading uh, soldier for the Cattlemen was Cheyenne journalist Ed Taus, who had cooked up the cattle Kate story. He was with the invaders for part of the trip. Uh, but when he heard about the siege he ran to Gillette and fired off a story, what a mostly fiction. Mm, so he's always jonesing the shit out of this.
1: So mm-hmm. I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. Uh, They've got dynamite. Yep. It's turning your goddamn kids gay. Well, that's partially <laughs> true. They did have at least dynamite, but yeah. Well
0: he always he always wraps it around a kernel of truth.
1: Yeah. The globalists built the go devil. <laughs>
2: uh Taos had the advantage of writing for a daily paper and one in Cheyenne. By far the largest city. Still is. The Buffalo Bulletin printed on the side of the small cattlemen. Because
1: they're in Buffalo.
2: Mm-hmm. But in Cheyenne, the, it was the hottest in the, between the papers. The cattlemen owned the Sun and the Tribune. The leader, though, sought to set the record straight. Their editor was John Carroll. In the Buffalo Bulletin, they had a column written by the troops at Fort McKinney. Uh, they were for the small cattlemen. About 500 people attended the funerals of Champion and Ray, who went down as heroes, of course, especially Champion because, because he was he's a fucking badass. <laughs> uh, that was about a quarter of the whole population of Johnson County went to the funeral. Whoa! Uh, April 17th, the soldiers marched the prisoners out of Buffalo. Governor Barber wired the commander of the fort and warned him about armed men who might try to sharpshoot the prisoners, which was not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to fire on the army.
0: Right, and sharpshoot 50 people. Yeah, yeah.
2: Ooh, just picking them off just for a week. <laughs> but the march to Douglas was dangerous, mostly because of the weather, though, not because of the people of Buffalo. And the aggressive jackalopes. So. Yep. The invaders complained that the soldiers treated them like prisoners, <laughs> which they were. <laughs> you fuck.
0: Because they are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but once they get to Douglas, they can go up back on a train to, back to Cheyenne. Uh, Walcott was interviewed back in Cheyenne and said, quote, we have nothing to regret. The men we killed were pirates, which was enough for the Chicago Herald to, to print it. Yep. Uh, Walcott's lawyer, Willis Van Devanter.
1: <laughs> Van Devanter?
2: Van Devanter. So you know
1: Mike Michelson and Al Allenson or whatever the fuck the other guy was? <laughs> yep. Dick Dickerson?
2: Uh, he was mad that uh, he confessed to the murder. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Van DeVanter wanted to switch the trial from Johnson County to Cheyenne for some reason. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Mayor Burt and Judge Blake were secretly on the side of the big cattlemen, though. Uh, Johnson County officials were still asking for the prisoners. Uh, Burt was actually writing letters in cipher. Uh, Burritt inferred Van Devanter that Johnson County didn't have enough cash to try the trial there. The Bolton then called
1: Van Devanter couldn't try the trial.
2: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> the Bolton then printed a call for cash from the county commissioners.
1: Call for cash, it's like dialing
0: for dollars. Yep. <laughs> today we're watching the Apple Dumpling Gang. Uh,
2: Jim Davidson was hired as one of three our art- attorneys to prosecute, which was there was only five attorneys in Buffalo. Right. Uh, they needed $12,000 for the trial.
0: Who, wait, what? Why? Why do you need money for a trial? To like
1: pay the lawyers? Court costs? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Uh,
2: the if whole Johnson... Roy, Roy
1: Bean to pay for uh, yeah, shots and totally. liquor. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Beers. The whole Johnson County budget was around $20,000. Uh, the invaders had no problem raising cash for their defense, though. Henry Hay, the president of the Stock Growers Association, had raised $100,000.
1: But Henry Hay grows stock?
2: Yep, not (laughs) Hay. Uh, The two witnesses, the trappers who were staying with Champion, Walker and Jones, were kidnapped from the sheriff's office in Douglas by agents of the cattlemen, of course. Rumor was that they were held in Rhode Island until the trial was over.
1: Fucking Rhode Island? Well, that's putting somebody (laughs) on ice. Where can we where can we stick these guys with a longer thing to look Cuba yeah <laughs> Delaware <laughs> uh,
2: the invaders got the case moved to Laramie County in Cheyenne uh, the judge was on the side of big cattlemen there. of course uh, at first they brought four men to trial which is Frank Catton Frank Walcott, Tom Smith who is the leader of the Texans and Buck Garrett
0: what they should do is like try to get you know like the independent cattle guys like just be like you know what let's just have it Let's take the whole thing to fucking Rhode Island, all of it. So Mm -hmm. nobody, like no judge has a dog in the fight. Yeah.
1: Or how about they just load up the old Go Devil and push it down to Cheyenne with their dynamite (laughs) and totally do some negotiating? Yeah.
2: Uh, Buck Garrett was the sheriff of Laramie County. He complained that Johnson County had not paid them for keeping his prisoners.
1: What? Oh, like uh, room and board and mm -hmm. all that.
2: Uh, the judge said that they didn't have to pay, but the prisoners were let out on a $40,000 bond, a bond that didn't need to be paid, but they had to promise to come back.
0: <laughs> Wait.
1: No <sighs> loopholes. no. Uh...
0: Look, it's a, a $40,000 bond. You don't
1: have to pay it. Okay. But they just have to come back. Yeah. yeah. And don't possibly go back to Texas where we can't extradite you. Later
2: fuckers. Yep, that's what they did. Uh, so Johnson County lost all hope of cutting a deal with one of them wow. for exchange for immunity. Wow. Uh, Judge Scott postponed the case from August to January 2nd, 1893. So we're almost a year gone. That way uh, they could skip the elections in November uh, or skipping the elections in November. So you... You can campaign on on what side you're going to vote on.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
2: The big cattlemen wanted martial law imposed on Johnson County, probably to take all the power away from the sheriff and the commissioners and everybody. And they would hope that they would just leave. Uh, But a declaration of martial law during peacetime was kind of rare. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Early May, an unknown person murdered George Wellman who was just appointed Deputy U.S. Marshal. He was foreman of the whole Ranch.
1: Wellman was a foreman?
2: Mm-hmm. Wellman had enough of a connection to the invaders that he could suppose the rustlers did it, uh, and that's what the big cattlemen did in the paper, so they, big cattlemen blame. The death on uh, the rustlers, which unquote. are
1: we, just ranchers, right? Small ranchers.
0: Well, with with these motherfuckers, there's some rustling. With these motherfuckers, you can uh, pretty well assume that like they had that dude killed, yeah, and then just blamed it on whoever of they, of course, you know, vilify.
2: But uh, nobody in Buffalo objected to Wellman. He was well liked, so mm. he's probably murdered by the big cattlemen to blame it on. Exactly. Them. Fuck man. Uh, the county commissioners offered twenty five hundred dollars for Wellman's murder. Uh, None of this affected the Big Cattleman story, uh, showing the need for martial law. Forty years later, they found out that Ed Starr shot Wellman, apparently for no other reason for hate towards marshals who were associated with Big Cattlemen.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) The Big Cattlemen gave up on getting the government to declare martial law. They went to work to get the president to issue martial law. President Harrison did send 600 troops to Johnson County. Some of them were buffalo soldiers. Oh boy. Who got in trouble in the town of Suggs.
1: Oh, I've been to Suggs.
2: Over a woman.
1: Suggs? Yeah, they probably tried to talk to a white woman. Yep. Yep.
2: One soldier was <sighs> killed and five wounded.
1: Good God, man.
2: And the incident was apparently seen as the fault of the troops. Of course. Of course. <sighs>
0: Fucking bullshit.
2: The two senators from Wyoming were big cattlemen supporters too. They also worked with Van Devanter. Uh, they pushed the idea of martial law, but President Harrison said no. Uh, Senator Warren then planned for a scheme that would justify the immediate assistance of federal troops. The heart of the plan was to use Wyoming U.S. Marshal to force a federal takeover of Johnson County. It might have worked, but the Marshal Joe Rankin wouldn't uh, play ball with him. He had been to Buffalo and knew all, all the lies, so that didn't work. Uh, The 1st of June, the Cattlemen's plan was in place. U.S. Marshal Rankin would only need to charge into Johnson County with troops and start a clash. Then federal troops would have to be sent in. But Rankin proved to be like Harrison, surprisingly unwilling to compromise his uh, principles. Imagine that. So Rankin clearly saw he was being used as a pawn. Senator Kerry and Warren pushed President Harrison to force immediate action. But Harrison refused to send in troops too. Uh, Rankin kept making excuses on not to go. But July he finally went. He reported no hostile citizens, and nothing came of the martial law. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Best
1: way to avoid martial law is by not having anything happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Uh,
2: 1892 was an election year. The Republican Party was the dominant one in 1890. But with the invasion, the Republicans were the party of the big cattlemen, and the people were pissed at them, especially in the North. They saw the declaration of martial law as just an attempt to prevent a Democratic landslide in November. Most condemnation was directed to Governor Amos Barber. Senator Joseph Carey was a, f- a former president of the Wyoming Stock Growers Association and owner of the second largest cattle herd in the state. Kerry was to speak in Casper, he called it off when he heard the crowd was well-supplied with rotten eggs.
1: Uh, well, better rotten eggs than Winchester's. Yeah, right? I thought you—I
2: mm-hmm. know, I was expecting
1: you to say, like, Di- dynamite. Dynamite, like the go Devils made it a special <laughs> appearance.
2: So, Kerry didn't mention the Johnson County War, just didn't pretend that it didn't happen. Uh, the Dems took advantage. Van de Vanner became chairman of the uh, Rep of State from Kerry— uh, Van de Vener took lawsuits out on the newspapers who were outspoken against Cattlemen. E.H. Kimball wrote an article in the Douglas Graphic about a potential second invasion.
1: Oh, no, they're speculating?
2: hmm He was arrested for libel, <laughs> and he got out on bond, then rearrested when another big Cattleman filed libel charges. It
1: wasn't their face red when there was a second invasion.
2: <laughs> John Carroll was also attacked and accused for stealing from the Cheyenne leader. Uh, asa Mercer who switched sides um he was the first president of Udub
0: mm. I was gonna say he's the that's the person who like Mercer streets named after yeah. shit. okay cool
2: so he was uh the Cheyenne leader but no one knew exactly why he flipped but probably just wised up uh, the state Democratic convention the state chairman had to resign he was in league with the big cattlemen and everybody knew it So only three statewide offices were open. The governor, one of the senators, and justice of the state Supreme Court. The Democrats held the Republicans responsible for the Johnson County invasion. So Rankin went to the papers and told a story about being coerced into attacking Johnson County for pretext of martial law. October 14, 1892, Asa Mercer printed the confession of George Dunning, one of the members of the Stock Growers Association. He had letters from iJams. He spilled the beans on everything. Uh, The Cattlemen denied all this. Mercer was arrested for libel in Chicago. Good God. But Mercer quickly got out, and he spread his story, too. So the Democrats joined forces with a third party, the Populist Party, as kind of a united front against the Republicans. Uh, Warren became so worried that he blamed Democrats for the invasion. (laughs) But the Republicans lost every race except for the one in Johnson County, and also through the state of Wyoming, carrying all counties except for Laramie.
1: They, what? They lost everything except for Johnson County, and except for they won the rest of Wyoming except for Laramie?
2: I think so. That's what I meant to say. We'll find out in a second here. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it just It's crazy how
0: like big it's getting, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it's, no, they,
2: they finally get back into power, though, because the the, the other sides are kind of too fragmented. Right. Right. Uh, the trial was still postponed until January 2nd, 1893. Johnson County authorities were never allowed to conduct a proper investigation. The judge proclaimed the defendants would be tried one at a time, and of course, the Texans didn't come back. Especially their leader, Tom Smith.
0: Well, yeah, all the all the uh, telegraph lines were cut, so they couldn't get the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. phone calls.
1: Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, I'm so sorry I missed your
2: call. Uh, their leader, Tom Smith, was shot on a train in Oklahoma. All but two Wyoming cattlemen arrived for the trial. One suffered a mental breakdown, and one went back to New York. Uh, oh, and went back to New York. I was oh, say. <laughs> uh, One's brother died in Switzerland. Like this little piggy had a
1: breakdown. This little piggy had
2: a trip to New York. So of the 44 defendants, only 23 showed up. The defense wanted to delay again until April. Oh, no. I wrote fudge, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Judge Scott. <laughs> uh, compromised and said written statements from witnesses would be allowed. Uh, they had trouble getting jurors. Uh, people were worried about being paid from Johnson County that you wouldn't get paid or get shot or shot by the right. Like,
0: yeah, if you if you double cross or you know,
2: or some didn't want to serve on a trial that could last months and months. Yeah. So they went through so many jurors, the sheriff had to go on the streets of Cheyenne to find more.
1: Just like rounding people up. it's Mm -hmm. like,
2: you're on the fucking jury.
1: They're in fucking leg irons. Yeah. Like the prisoners are all just sitting there, not chained up, but the jury's all like (laughs) tied tied to chairs. (laughs) Uh,
2: January 8th, a meeting was held by the Johnson County people in Cheyenne. Uh, They discussed dropping the prosecution uh, because pursuing the case would probably bankrupt the county. Uh, January twenty first, eighteen ninety three, in the afternoon, Sheriff Ira Friendall came in and said he exhausted all available men out s- inside the city of Cheyenne, so he would have to go out in the country to find more jurors, and of course that would cost more money too. Like
1: like hunting him down with hounds and like nets and shit, <laughs> like straight planted the apes, like totally dragging old wood hermits out of the
0: fucking cabins and shit.
2: So finally, Alvin Bennett, the lead prosecution attorney, stood up and said to dimis- dismiss all cases. Uh, the other two uh, lawyers were like out at lunch, so he decides this on his own. What well, it's the like the
1: fuck? that's like the lieutenant governor of uh, Idaho just kind of every time the um, the normal like the actual governor like leaves the state, she like makes proclamations. And, oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> God damn. Uh, Van Devanter opposed this. Because he argued if they dismissed it now before jury selection, that his defendants still could be prosecuted down the line. Uh, Bennett said, fine. They they needed one more juror, so they selected a bystander in the court. You! Named Adam Adamski.
0: What, what the fuck? What God is it with this it. goddamn
1: story? I don't know, John Johnson. Why is it so weird? <laughs>
2: Fucking Jesus Christ. So they swear him in. So now they had a full jury.
1: This is how it
0: is. like, You! What's your name? Uh, Adam Adamski.
2: <laughs> so now they have a full jury. Then they dismiss the case. <laughs> Van Devanter still complained that they were weren't, weren't being found not guilty, but he was overruled. The sudden dismissals were a shock to the public. And like I said, Bennett was left alone with his decision because the other attorneys were not there. Wow. And
0: it's fucked up that it's like, we're dismissing your case. we like, instead of be like, yay, yeah, 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 let's get out of here. He's like, oh. I should be... You need to call... The, you say that I'm innocent. It's
2: like, fuck off, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're getting off. Also, you're, you're not...
0: You're not innocent. innocent. Yeah. <laughs> About as innocent as fucking Henry Plummer. Uh,
2: Governor-elect Osborne even tried to be sworn in early so he could stop all this, but the janitor refused to let him in.
1: Oh, for fuck's sakes. Ah, <laughs> uh, trapped, uh, foiled by the janitor.
2: He was told to by barber, the ex-governor. Uh, Van DeVanter had been working with the Republicans to contest every close race. This doesn't sound familiar either. Oh,
0: wow, yeah. Holy shit.
2: And the Republicans were in charge of recounting, and the Democrats didn't trust him for some reason.
1: Cyber Ninja 3, the domination.
2: (laughs) So the governor's secretary refused to hand over the keys to Osborne. So with no place to stay the night, Osborne crawled in the window to get to the governor's office to spend the night. (laughs) The Republican papers deplored this, and the Democrats approved of it. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. It's like we're on a fucking, like, a carousel. Yeah. Yeah. We just made it back again.
2: So the Democrats took it to the state Supreme Court, which was Republican-held, but something strange happened.
1: Mitch McConnell blocked it.
2: (laughs) Uh, The Supreme Court actually did their job. Holy Holy fuck. fuck! Uh... The Republicans had to include votes from the Hanna District, which would help the Democrats, and they would control state legislation then. So Warren, the uh, one of the big cattlemen's supporters, couldn't return to U.S. Senate. They also ruled that Osborne couldn't be governor early, so he would have to find another place to sleep.
1: <laughs> I like how that's your biggest problem with not being able to be governor early, like no motel or anything.
2: Uh, The Republicans did everything to undercut the Democrats' nomination for U.S. Senator. The Dems clashed with populists on who to nominate. Uh, One guy who wanted it was A.L. New, who had 23 votes on his side, but he needed more than 23 votes to get in as Senator, so he convinced to, oh, he connived to send one Senator away to Denver. (laughs) And another one was poisoned, so he couldn't vote. What the fuck, <laughs> Oh, dude? But the populace refused to elect new. Uh, the Republican censured the Democratic senator that poisoned the other.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I like how they like figured that out, or something. Like, like the guys just sitting there, like holding a like a bottle with a skull and crossbones on it.
2: So the governor had to select one. He selected A. C. Beckwith of Evanston. But the appointment, probably for political reasons, was not accepted by the U.S. Senate. Uh, governor Osborne was going to go to Grover and Cleveland inauguration, but canceled when he realized that Amos Barber would once again be acting governor in his absence, and he would somebody, pick a Republican. Then somebody
1: fucking sick to bear on him in his bedroom or something, because that's the way this <laughs> shit's been going.
2: So for two years, Wyoming only had one senator. A uh, bill to do away with the Wyoming Livestock Commission failed. And 23000 for the trial was postponed, too. Warren, the senator, tried to get Rankin the marshal removed for not arresting the rustlers, but that failed, too. The case is against Elliot Coates, an attacking champion, since champion was no longer around to testify. So I guess they dropped that case.
1: Fuck. Even though he was very, very dead.
2: Uh, Big Cattleman had killed Ella Watson. Uh, Jim Avril, Tom Wagoner, John A. Tisdale, Ranger Jones, Nate Champion, Nick Ray, and two more were gunned down while the trials were going and going on in the Bighorn Basin. Jesus, okay. on the other side of the. Uh, there was one more murder. May twenty fourth, eighteen ninety three. Dudley Champion came to town looking for work.
0: He any, en- any relation to? Yeah. Yep, okay. his brother. Okay,
2: he encountered Mike Shonzi. And Shonesy shot him without provocation.
0: Fuck you, Jonesy. Tell your mom I dreamed the bank account she set up for
2: me. Top it up so I can get some fucking KFC. But a coroner's inquiry stated it was self-defense. And then Shonesy left Wyoming quickly. How the fuck
0: would the coroner know that it's self-defense? It's almost like it might be in somebody's pocket. Jesus.
2: hmm 1893, an economic slump hit the country and Buffalo which is part of the country.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was back then too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's still in an economic slope.
2: <laughs> yep. Also, Fort McKinney was closed in 1894. The railroad went north through Sheridan and around the Bighorn Mountains instead of through like they hoped.
1: Which is probably why Buffalo is the sprawling non-metropolis that it is today. Mm-hmm.
2: So the population sunk and Sheridan boomed for the mining of coal. Most of the big cattlemen had moved on uh, Hess stayed though, but rarely went to Buffalo for threat of death. Uh, Mark Tisdale, John A. Tisdale's son, even planned on killing Caton, who said he had killed his father. But Catton was tipped off of his trap. The son was 12 years old at the time.
1: <sighs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Like Holy the, shit! The uh, you know the kid with the bloody Christmas yeah, yeah, present, yeah, yeah. like see action movie. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh yeah, that was the kid. No, it's not the kid. Oh, okay, it could have been like if you did a Hollywood rewrite, you made it so that's it was what the you kid. Do it, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So they like kill kill the kid's horses in front of him, and his dad yeah. And finds. The,
1: yeah.
2: But in later years, he'd become sheriff. That's nice. When sure he, he was
1: thirteen, sure he didn't have any chip on his shoulder at all, and <laughs> nope. treated everybody equally and fairly.
2: Uh, the panic of eighteen ninety three caused the Democrats to be kicked out of offices in Wyoming. The Republicans should have been banished for years for their evil doings.
1: But. Now they control the living shit out of that
2: stadium to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warrens went on to serve for thirty-four years, longest ever, until nineteen sixty-four. But in a few years, small farmers kind of became dominant in Wyoming. Well,
1: because they weren't trying to raise eighty billion head of cattle on not enough acreage mm-hmm. for yeah. Uh,
2: Billy Irvine was unrepentant till his death. He was elected president of the Wyoming Stock Growers Association from 1896 to 1911. Catton lived till 1927. He went on to be a lawman in Oklahoma and Alaska. And then he went back to Texas to get a pardon from Governor James S. Hogg. (laughs) Hey,
3: that's just paint. Ooh, I'm just so happy, little fat buddy. <laughs> you ain't dead. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without you.
2: But now it was cattlemen clashing with sheepmen. Uh-huh. A uh, few sheepmen and thousands of sheep were killed.
1: I we still love the uh, always the whole time when like 90% of what everybody wore was made out of wool. But these guys can't abide having sheep around even though they're all wearing like <laughs> tailored like wool Full hats shit, yeah. and wool suits. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, fuck, man.
2: So April second nineteen oh nine, there was the Spring Creek raid. Uh, cattlemen shot to death three sheepmen.
1: I uh, like how it make it so, you make it sound like you know human sheep hybrids. yep but yeah. I mean I, if I got approached by some sheepmen, I'd be shooting them. Well, yeah, it's oh. like <laughs>
0: again, it's the like uh, fucking the what's the shit we talked about last time? The real
1: cowboys of Moo Mesa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cheap version. Well, you remember Bardyard Commandos. Barnyard Commandos. Yeah, it was a bunch of pigs and sheep that fight each other. Is that a cartoon? Toys. Oh, that might have been a cartoon too. It's like, like I think it's just pigs and versus sheep. There might be cows too, but I think it's just pigs and sheep. Uh oh yeah, it was a cartoon from the nineties.
0: Oh, I kind of, I do kind of remember this. I remember the toys anyway. eggs and milk and shit at each other?
1: All having a picnic and now they're going to go fuck each other up somewhere? I guess.
2: Uh, This time the murderers were actually tried. Oh! Uh, The first man tried was Herbert Brink. He was actually found guilty and sentenced to death. Holy shit. And then he
1: broke out of prison with a spoon and a... Teddy bear? No. So
2: the rest rest, rushed for plea agreements to get out of the death sentence. Ah, clever. All were sentenced to life in jail in the Wyoming pen, oh, but Brink's crazy. death sentence was commuted to, to life. Ah,
1: they just used that to trick them?
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a death sentence, but okay, a life sentence. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: So people of Johnson County erected a statue of champion in Buffalo. The museum there sells bumper stickers that say, quote, Johnson County, we haven't trusted Cheyenne since 1892. Nice. <laughs> and that is it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I need to go back to Buffalo sometime. Although, like it's I say, I hate... I mean, the Bighorns are beautiful, but man, they take a toll on your fucking car. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, was, last time I was through Buffalo, it was like 11 o'clock at night, so I didn't really get to look around. I had to go to like Gillette to find a place to stay because...
2: Oh, yeah. So...
0: fucking just goes to show again like if you have enough money you can just do whatever
1: the fuck you want
0: fuck people up and do whatever you want they literally had like like the those Texas assholes fucking like hit list and shit yeah and like a few people on that list were that had already been killed, oh, yeah, yeah. and they still couldn't get a fucking. Fair yeah, well, shake. and that's
1: the thing is like the the civilian uprising, you know, the rabble, 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 had them surrounded, had everything kind of under control. Yeah, and then they get like the army comes and saves them. Army, you got to save <laughs> us! Yeah,
0: fuck, oh, man. man. So yeah, any, anytime you know you hope that the hope is that like you know the the government would kind of help out. The less fortunate or, you know... No, that's not guy. what that's there for. It's yeah. No, to... they're, they're there to protect the assets of fucking, yeah. like, large, you know... You're either a
1: commodity or you're a
0: problem. Yeah, pretty much. God damn it. I was really hoping that the fucking... What, the go-devil
1: yeah, yeah. was yeah. gonna, <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> so some is shit that, up. So, Isn't that just the most blue-balling, like, cock-block of a fucking... Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're like... I get them picturing, like like lit cigars and dynamite in yeah. hand and then let are fuck old boys like, Yeah, shit hide
0: the dynamite like you know? the like I'm imagining the, like a couple sticks of dynamite wrapped together yeah, yeah. the fuse is already gone and they have to like lick their finger and put yeah. it out cause the damn rock. it it's some bullshit bar- army ruins everything I'm surprised the army wouldn't been like well, let's just see where this goes. Yeah, 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 then yeah, we'll I'm, blow the bugle see, in a second. <laughs> see, yeah, seems
1: sweet. Old. old. <laughs> Wait, what? Like the commander's just watching through his fucking field glasses. Yeah. Like, ooh, 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 cool. Gonna be a fireworks show today, boys. But yeah, it's a it's a fun but kind of frustrating story because it's, it's very uh, frustrating. there's very many parts of it that are very very familiar. Like you said, yeah, run a loop. So, god. Damn also, it. there's a lot of names in that one. That's a real name heavy episode. It's a who's who of names. And a lot of them are the same name for the first name and, and <laughs> yeah, the what's first part of last shit? name. I'm going to assume I don't know, inbreeding or you something know, like <laughs> uh, like uh, what are all their name? What's the whole town's name in uh, Blazing Saddles? Like everybody has the same last name. Oh, Johnson. Blazin- yeah, yeah. Or Johnston. Gabby John- Johnson's
0: right. Gabby Johnson. Hey. Emma Johnson.
2: Hey boys! Look what I got here!
1: Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah, but anyway, that, that, that's, that's one that is famous if you're in Wyoming, but I don't think it's very well known. Yeah, I was going to say, otherwise. if it's so famous, how come I'd never heard of it? <laughs> have you ever heard of Buffalo, Wyoming? Nope. So, yeah.
0: And earlier, when he said buffalo mayor, it just made me think of like a buffalo in a pinstripe yeah. suit. Yeah, buffalo mayor versus buffalo the mayor. sheep
1: man. You know, like.
0: <laughs> Bonjour, well, and man Sher- Sheriff
1: Angus. You know, yeah. it's a big fucking big red, cow. red cow, <laughs> cow with a maybe a tin star. Ernest P. World, Whirl- not Ernest P. World, uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane yeah. get up. You yeah, know.
3: my little buddy Boss Hog really made a killing this week again.
1: Yep. All R- right. Where's. Uh, Judge Chicken, we <laughs> yeah, right. judge, need Judge Rooster or some shit. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's that's about it. Cool. Uh, fucking the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yep. Except for nowadays, you get in more trouble if you're chucking dynamite from your go Yeah. Mm, now you just apparently use what Molotov cocktails and shopping carts or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, let's go out in a uh, hail of
2: gunfire.
1: Yay.